So we learned the husband has an obligation to provide for his wife, right? So the Ramam says, now what is, in, resp- in return for that, there are things that he gets from her. The things a woman finds, she gets a mitzia. She could also mean the inheritance, or for example, if she gets a, uh, if she finds something on the ground, you know, any any mitzia, as you will. And the the work of her handiwork, the things she produces, money she gets from a job, <coughs> or things she produces. The Bible, the husband is entitled to those things. Inheritance? <coughs> yeah, we'll learn about that as well. I believe it goes in the same category. In a res- it, that's in response for his responsibility to provide for her. Which means that if she chooses, the a woman could say, I can support myself, will be financially independent, and if I find something, it's mine and my my, 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 my wages and things I design, I'll keep those, right? She's a skilled painter, she's the next Picasso, so she, can, she keeps her own paintings and she sells them. <laughs> right? But again, but, the, but assuming things are status quo, so then it's Lobila, it's the husband, the husband is entitled to them in response for him um, providing for her. Good. Now, let's say she doesn't have a job. Okay? So, is she to produce anything? It's like he's providing for her. Therefore, if she finds something, it's his. If she makes money, it's his. Does she have to make money? Because she's I'm not making any money. I'm thinking to do nothing. The answer is no. What is she responsible to do in response? He's providing for her. What, 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 does she ha- what, what does she have to bring into the marriage? Whatever local custom is. In other words, there's, there's, a, there's a general reference of what the local custom is. For example, a place where the Minigas women weave. They make, make clothing, they weave, and they, they sell it. Arega, she has to weave. Lyric claim to embroider. Arega, she has to embroider. Lyric face is to spin samurai pish, to spin wool into twine, into, into string. Arega, pish, to reflect. Tell you, she has to do that. She, she has to spin it. So these are all the normal things women normally do, and they bring, therefore, revenue into the marriage, and that's what she has to do. What if the women local, those places, they don't do any work. All the men, they work. Women do nothing. Yeah? Board housewives. So then, Aine Koyfel. There was a mistake in our Interesting. It, the khair has to be a mistake because it wouldn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. All right. In that case, if these are none of the things that are the minute, then he can't force her to do any of those things. The exception is he could compel her to spin wool. Why, why is it different than flax? Spinning flax, you have like these flax. Um, like the, the, the natural flax, how it grows, you have to sort of like lick it with your lips and then you kind of twist it, it makes it soft. That damages the lips and the, and the mouth. And therefore, she can't be required to do that. <clears throat> However, wool she could be required to because <laughs> generally spinning string is twine, twining, you know, the material into thread is a female expertise in nature, natural thing. Shemrit says, <laughs> by the Mishkan, it says all the women, skilled, <laughs> the, oh, the, the, oh, the skilled, right, you know, but, but you see, why is it the men, you see, <laughs> people, no, it's a thing that women are prone to be able to do, the way it says, by the Mishkan, it says a skilled woman, they spun, and the Pasuk continues over, they talking about they spun wool, the the blue wool, Argaman, the purple wool, scarlet wool, okay, so that's what you see, it's a female thing, so spinning is something that women are expert, are better doing than men, and, but, but however, when it comes to spinning flax, that's not something that you can force her to do because that is, it damages the lips and the mouth. Did, did the woman do it by the Mishkan? Yeah, by the Mishkan, sure. By that, by the that, that's yeah. the point. Yeah. The, the piston also? No, no. I don't believe so. There the Pasuk right. talks about wool dafke. I think... Uh, it's still on this eve. That's the goat's hair. That's, that was the goat's oh. dafke. That's something else, yeah. Okay, base. Okay, that's, that's, that's the basic responsibility, right? That, that the, the most minimal thing she's responsible to do to, to, is to bring revenue into the marriage by spinning uh, wool. Base. 
What if she works very hard and she makes much more than the average woman, right? She does, does a good job. She, she works extra hours or she works two jobs. <coughs> the additional money she brings in more than expected all goes to the husband. Again, the husband is, is responsible to feed her, but then any money she brings is, is he's entitled to. Now, what if he had a lot of money? Oh, so stop. So, so hang on a second. So this is the basic requirements that a woman's required to do for her husband. But let's say he's very wealthy. Why are you making her spin wool for? He was very wealthy. Even, and even if she had many maidservants, either because she was very wealthy and he had servants in the house, or she brought into the marriage servants who could do all these things, to have her sit and do nothing, is, is, uh, you can't have her do. She has to do at least, again, the basics of, of, of uh, spinning the wool. Because having her sitting around bored and do nothing, that could bring, another mistake, that could bring, uh, that could bring to uh, to lewd behavior, because boredom is never a good thing. However, you don't force her to do work the whole day. Based on the wealth of the home, so she the work is minimized. But again, the the the, the basic requirement is the chayra to spin the wool. That's that's and the question is you know how much. Again, if it's if it's not necessary, so we uh, it's not it's necessary clearly exactly how if he's wealthy, how much uh, how much wool she has to do. She doesn't say over here, but the point is is that she shouldn't be sitting doing nothing all day. She's taking care of the of the of the servants, right? That's also part of it. Bechal today is a uh, you know a lot to do. Especially house cleaning is just the taking care of a home is a whole full time job sometimes. Gimel. The person forces his wife to make a neder that she will not do any malacha at all, or in other words. I can see it that way. Also. Okay, I don't know. Here it translates it the way I, the way it's in my Rambam. Okay, whatever. But, <coughs> um, yeah. Okay. In the English, it says what? It has, it has it has it translated. It says if it's not customary, or it says customary. Yeah. You have yeah. Fine. So It's not customary. Right. So that's a When a woman, when a man forces his wife to take a neder, or more accurately, he says uh, as a neder, if you do any malacha whatsoever in any any kind whatsoever, I forbid you to have to derive any benefit from me. The husband says, right? That's really hamadas It means he takes a vow; he forbids her to derive benefit from him because he can't really force her to take a neder. If he says that, what we do is that we. Yeah, right. So he says to her, he basically makes her, makes her forbidden to do any malacha. So he yeah. says not. If he, if, if he, if he forbids her to do any malacha by virtue of a neder, okay. <coughs> which is the exact opposite of what's appropriate, as we said in the previous halacha, boredom doing no malacha is yeah. bad. But the poor woman's taking care of the kids. Okay, who's any kids yet? Whatever, we don't know the kids. Right. But the, the, again, again he, he tells us not to do any malacha. He has an obligation to divorce her. Um, and this, I don't know if she, even if she doesn't demand it, the Bezin, I think, encourages yeah. it. And he must pay Ksuba, Shabbat, Again, doing nothing is bad news. It's, it's bad news. It causes lewd behavior. So again, besides the basic malacha we said, based on the financial status and the basic requirement to spin wool, even if he's wealthy. Again, the Maram says to be adjusted based on his wealth. Here's the responsibility every woman has for her husband. Not mitzad, bringing revenue. But every woman is obligation to her husband to wash, to bathe his hands, 
his feet and his face. To pour him his, his, his drink. And to make the bed. It refers to specifically the... The, the bed sheets. That this is this, this is an expression of closeness. This is partially mitzad the chumens to do mitzad shalom bias to create. This is the behavioral routine to create uh, healthy emotional intimacy. The medicine she has to stand ready. Mashamashas with a bila and to assist her husband. Can go in the shit to give him water. Before it says mezagas as a kaiser refers to wine lechayra. Here it says water. Aikli or another kind of utensil like the tittle mafanov to take away from him something he doesn't need to create to be made. These type of things being to being an azer to being a, 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 a helper around the house budget. Alva enim. So, one second. He takes that. Dafka, not that. However, she is not obligated to serve his father or his, excuse me, sorry, his son, or his son from a different wife because she's not a servant. That's the point. Right? Therefore, it's only for him because of their emotional connection that's supposed to exist. But Amma says clearly all these things are not just because of revenue. So, yeah, that's exactly what I said. Right. These are dafka. These are dafka, not mitzad parnasa. No, 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 not, not just the mishamashes that you're saying to be mishamashim. The halacha gimel to bring in money is also not because. No, the halacha gimel has nothing to do with with revenue. It has to do with the woman treating her husband in a behavioral fact, fashion right. that creates right. closeness. That's halacha gimel. Uh, but I'm saying from singing days that shabbatolim nevil dezimo. Even that's not for the sake of strictly of revenue. Oh, Elchanami, true, true, no, right, right. No, but, but, that's, that's but, right. but, but the basic malacha she has to do. So, so, ah, you're, you're you're asking, can these things in alacha gimel that are meant to create closeness, can that solve the problem of zima? We could say, oh, that this that she's not she's not she's not going uh, to risk for zima because she does these things. I don't think so. I think she has to have some kind of activity. Okay, okay. Right. okay. You, you don't like the long. How, how, yeah. how often do they have to wash yeah. these? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Talat These things she has to do herself. She had many servants, and because she has many servants, there's no malacha she has to do. Only a, only a person does things for a man is his wife. Okay. Halacha, hey. Now, we said before the basic obligation that a woman has to do for her husband is, 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 is certain things based on local custom. But the truth is, and I'm now is going to. It's going to break it down more and say it depends on their financial status, what the obligations are, and depends on if she has how many servants to do things for her. In other words, even if the not aniyim, she has to do the basic malachas that are customary based on the city, as we said in Malacha Aleph. And if they're very wealthy, she at least has to spin wool. And how much again, they can depend on their, on their wealth. If they're completely dirt poor, so there's basic. We'll learn what what a, what a chiyuv is, and then based on the wealth that decreases as she can as she can afford servants, her responsibilities decrease. Again, the halacha gimel with things she does for her husband that is always responsible, but again, and, and, and depend on how wealthy she is, <coughs> her obligations will decrease, <coughs> and if she's very wealthy, we'll see she does the minimal amount, like we said in halacha aleph and halacha aleph and base. Okay. Other malachas a woman must do for her husband if they are poor. These are them. Oifa passed with Tana Shester break bread in the oven, right? For them to eat. The as the ticket as we instituted, Shaitia Isha Mashkem Mesaifa, women should bake bread early in the morning. Shaitia passed with Salanim, so the poor people should have bread available to beg for a slice of piece of bread. In other words, it's a takana. As it was the second, interestingly enough, right? This is, that this is a practice that Jewish women are supposed to do that when you bake your bread for the day, do it right away in the morning. Don't wait till dinner time. Dinner time. Okay. And that's only this, when they're poor. <laughs> no, no, no. This is bachlal. There's a problem with poor people begging for bread. So if everyone bakes their bread at dinner time, the poor people are not going to have to eat, or eat all day. Uh-huh. But they need to eat the day before. 
a woman has an obligation to cook food. She has an obligation to wash clothing. She also has an obligation to nurse her child, or their child. There's one more case where it's their shared child. She has to put straw in front of his behemoth, the domesticated animal. We're talking about the animal he rides on. Not before his bucker, the, the cattle that he uses to work in the field, right? Or his, you know, they call the cattle that either if he, he's a cattle rancher or he has an animal that he plows with. That's not considered, again, uh, like something which is a responsibility to him. His cattle, the animal, the hay he rides, giving it food is a basic requirement to him. Today, equivalent today is like this. She has to put gas in his car, but not in his tractor. <laughs> okay. And she also has to grind kernels, grain for wheat, wheat for flour. What does that mean? She has to push her sit there with her hands and grind it? Yeah. She sit by the mill, which can be translated as guard or sift. The flour. She doesn't actually have to grind it with her hands. She has to be there and kind of oversee the process and sift it after it's ground. So to sift out the pieces. Or if necessary to like to, to giddy up the prada after the animal, the animal you know turns the, the mill right. So the mill should not should, should not stop working. If the custom locally was to grind by hand, then shtaka has to. Yeah. Okay. When is the shubanim if they're poor? Right. If, if they're poor, these are the these are the responsibilities she has, and she and she doesn't have any servants do these things for her. However, if she brought. One maid servant into the marriage, or she has property she brought into the marriage, which can be used to purchase a shifra. She wants to do that. Or alternatively, or he had a maid servant. He had he had he owned a servant. Or he can afford to buy one maid servant. In all these scenarios, there's enough in the household to buy a maid servant. She has the right to say that. I don't want to do these things. We can afford a slave, a maidservant, buy a maidservant, and she'll do those things. So what can she say I'm not doing? A maidservant can do instead. And she doesn't have to grind wheat, nor bake bread, nor to wash clothing, do laundry, nor put straw in front of his animal, right? So in places where everyone can afford a slave, like, you know, a live in, a live in, a live in uh, right? Like in South Africa or Brazil, these are the things a woman can say that I'm not responsible to do. <laughs> But the other thing she still has to do, if she if she brought in two maid servants, so she has property, she could buy two maid servants. He had two maid servants. She had money to buy two maid servants, which I imagine includes if one of them had one maid servant, the other one had another one, or one of them had enough money for one, the other one had another, whatever. However, you want to divide this, right? The point is, there's enough in the estate to buy two maid servants. In that case. She doesn't have to cook even. She doesn't have to nurse her child. She can give it to She can give it to the maid servant to nurse. So then, see that that's that's uh, that's another responsibility offered offered back in terms of in terms of what the maid servant can do. She doesn't have to do. All right. So Allah design turns out What are the things every woman has to do with her to her husband, even if they're wealthy and they can afford two maid servants? Five things. Toiva is to spin wool, like we said, no matter if he's very wealthy, that every woman has to do. That's a chachma slave. Every woman must do. Pash not to be bored, not to be unoccupied. That brings to Zima. But is to bathe his hands, face, and feet. And to pour his wine. And to make the bread spreads. The medicine to stand ready. To assist Bafana before him. That's what she has to do. Everyone has to do that, no matter what. The ones that some women have to do. Or someone don't have to do based on how wealthy they are. So then, 
Sheish Machas, six Machas. Matchenes, Mavashelis, she has to um, grind, uh, grind um, wheat, grind uh, grain through flour. Mavashelis, and she has to, sorry, one second. Yeah, grind, uh, grind kernels of grain for flour. Mavashelis, and cook, wife, and bake. Mavashelis, and do laundry, Manika, and nurse a child. It says to have that she has to put a feed in front of his, the animal he rides. Ochaches. Okay, so that depends on how wealthy you are. The, the order of the Ram is interesting because he puts, he hasn't put it together in, in the order based on whether you have one or two maidservants. Okay, but that's, those are the six things that can, or that may or may, that's, that may all be present, or may, or may all not be present, or may some be present, depending on if they can afford no maidservants, one maidservant, or two maidservants. Ochaches. Any malacha that a woman does for her husband, nida is for she does even if she's a nida. Chutz, because the exception is pouring his wine, making the bed, and the chayyim that's in front of him, as he's going to say soon, yeah, washing his hands, face, and feet. Why not? Because maybe he's going to have or be aroused and he'll have relations when she's a nida, which is, of course, forbidden. Ram will tell us this more elaborately in Hilchus Yisuri Bia. <coughs> Making the bed is only a problem of bringing undesired closeness when, she's, when, he's, when he's there. So when he's away at work, he can, she can make the bed. She can pour the wine for him. She doesn't give it to his hand. She puts it down in front of him on some kind of keli. On the table. But then he takes it from there. Okay. So then for those are the things she could still do, even as a nida. But not in the normal fashion. Needless to say, bathing his hands, face, and feet, that's not done, right? She can maybe, uh, you know, put the, fill the bathtub when he's not at home, and then he has to wash his own house, hands and feet. Test. Right? A woman who breaks Kalim while she's doing what a wife is supposed to do as a, as a housewife in her house. Two, she's potter. Why is she potter? Because the chayra, you broke someone else's things. The ksuba doesn't say she's allowed to break Kalim. Why is she part of it? It's not Ikar Adin. Ikar Adin, he could tell her to take her to bed and make her pay for it. If you're not going to say that, you're not going to have Shalom bias. She's going to be very cautious and worried about, you know, uh, setting the table because she's afraid of breaking the plates. They're going to have a lot of strife. And therefore, Chazal saw I'm not sure when in history exactly this happened, but eventually Chazal saw there was coming a situation people were becoming, right, till, till this Takana, what was going on? People understood that they, what was going on, and they, they were Mavater, right? But eventually it became a place where it became a, a, a major domestic problem in the Jewish community, where men were taking their wives to bed, and there was a lot of fights, and she wasn't willing to, he was telling me to pay for it, she was, and therefore she stopped, uh, stopping being willing, willing to do certain work around the house, because she was afraid of, afraid of breaking, breaking things. Chazal came in Takana, that she's Potter. So, by the way, Tukul and Kibbutz Godim and Nurse and all that, that was Kona Cesar. No, Kona Cesar was, that, was just, uh, just baking bread. Breaking bread, you sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Why? Well, what's the necessity? Why is it, no, because why does he say in the last thing that there's some that do this, these things, some that don't? Oh, because in Alokha, Alokha, hand involved, we, yeah, exactly. That's exactly the point, exactly the point, yeah. Or depending on the No, no, depending on how wealthy if, they if, are. If they're not, if they're not po- impoverished, so then, then she, she can get away with <coughs> just bringing him uh, water. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and, exactly. And, so right, that's exactly what Lachazayin is saying. Uh, uh, but what I'm saying uh, that also, if they're not, uh, if they're not, if they're not a neem, 
then she doesn't have to do the abyssal and the, and and the fear and all that. Right. So. Right. But yeah. Like what? Like what? Yeah, So in other words, in other words, if, if, if they're very poor, yeah. so she has no choice and she has to do extra things. This the six things at the end of a If they can the afford, hey, well, fine. I'm saying okay. exactly. The the think, and to wash the clothes and to bake them. Yeah. Okay. No. But but if 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 they're not if, if they're not poor, then she only has the application that was brought before, which is to. Um, uh, uh, to Amazica uh, as a case, yeah, right, right, right. Those are not Mitzah bringing revenue to the house, those are just Mitzah the closeness, yeah, that's, that's and, the difference. And she gets away with it if she's not poor, no, ex- exactly. Yeah, those, are, those are not for revenue, those are just to, yeah. for closeness, yeah. Okay, excuse me. Kalisha, Shitimana, and she refuses to do it, right? And I guess this goes in both directions. Whether it's a malacha that he, she's responsible to do mitzad closeness, like like uh, you know, uh, washing his hands, face, and feet, or making the bed, <coughs> or it's a malacha shemuchayiv do mitzad revenue. So in either way, we can compel her to do so. I feel even by a stick, if necessary. In other words, even if we have to force her, even if she's not willing, no matter what we do, convince her. Maybe the Rambam holds the Ravid has a big problem with it. The Ravid says, I never heard of such a thing that you, you, you apply a corporal punishment to hitting a woman. No such thing, the Ravid says. Which is funny because you give malchus to a woman if she's ever alive. But basically, Ravid is saying, in terms of this type of you know, compelling to do a thing as a way of not punishment like malchus, but like as a way of uh, uh, you know, um, co- co- compelling her to do what she's required to do, that the Ravid says he never heard of such a thing. But the Rambam is, it could be the Rambam is a meaning, what do you mean, Kreifenes of Isa? How do you how you crave for her without a show without a stick? T- yell at her, yeah. You scold her. You 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 knas her. Maybe we give her a financial, you know, whatever whatever knas bezin feels is appropriate. Maybe the doctor from Ruksuba or something. I don't know whatever it is. But then if it comes to the point that she's not, she's refusing, but she doesn't want to get a get, and the husband doesn't want to give her, let's give her a get. So then the next thing they could do is not the husband, of course, the bezin could use a stick if necessary. If he's saying that she's not doing, she's not willing to do this, these things, these activities, she's required. And she's saying, no, it's not true, I am. Well, his word against her, what do you do? Then you sit and you put someone from, from uh, the agency, Bezin has, what's the agency? People come to observe, uh, people who are accused of child abuse, you have some, sit in the house to observe, right? Come and come to observe, or, or neighbors, you, you get, get the information from them, and you try to determine who's, who's lying, who's not. Or you do spot checks, right? Bezin has a right to come at any time and see. Is she, is she sitting around doing nothing, reading uh, a magazine? <laughs> or is she uh, engaged in behavior, in, in, in work? The Dain has to abuse his judgment. There's no clear, clear, clear cut and dry halach over here. The Bezin has to use his seichel how to address the situation. You know. <coughs> okay. One of the things we learned a woman has to do is to nurse the child. Ha'isha calls manshim next. We know a lot of halach is now about this. From now till um, basically end of the parak, almost end of the parak, it's all about nursing obligations. A woman, while she's nursing her child, we basically reduce the amount of work she needs to do. You know, we give, we lighten the load for her, so to speak. In other words, you know, it's, even though we said based on whatever financial status they are, there's work she has to do, but we reduce whatever we feel, whatever you know, uh, is necessary. So that she's more healthy, robust, and, and, and I guess it makes, it makes the milk better or more, produces more milk. 
you add to her basic obligations of food he has to give her, wine and other foods that are good for milk. Which foods are those? I don't know. The Ram doesn't tell us. The Ram wants you to go talk to a nutritionist and find out. If we give her the right amount of food, which is, you know, for the purposes of the nursing, and she wants to eat more, or she wants to eat other foods because she desires other kinds of foods. In that case, what if a woman wants to eat more than the, than the, obliga- the husband's obligation? This is actually back to tonight, Suba. He has an obligation to give her a certain amount of food, right? She wants to eat more. Not because she needs. She has time, but she wants to eat, she wants to eat Pringles. So she has to pay for it on her own. Right? Or she, has, she wants to eat more than the best the size is, 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 is necessary for her. Or she has a timer for just random candy. She has to pay for it on her own. Interesting. This is back to the concept of Tanksuba. Now, here we have a problem. What if, how is, why is the gay over here? Because how does the gay tell us of nursing? Because she had to afford on her own to buy chocolate or whatever it is. But the problem is that's bad for the baby who's nursing. So the husband says, I don't want you to eat that. So who's right? She says, The husband can't prevent her and say, If you eat too much, or if you eat bad food, even though you can afford it, the child will die. But they should go for crazy because her discomfort takes precedence over the child. The Mephoshim say, and, 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 and it sounds like they learned Pshat in the Rambam, that if it's Mamash and Masav of Sakana, the child of Mamash die, then, then, then you're not know, to, she's uh, Mechuyiv to, um, to not eat those things. I'm, I'm wondering if, if L'Chayda, why, why do you have to say that? Why can't you say P'sha'at is that Shitaka takes precedence and therefore he has a responsibility to hire a, a wet nurse to nurse the baby. L'Chayda, that's P'sha'at Naramah, right? We said before that if he can afford to, he has to hire a Shifra. Or if she can afford to buy food for herself it's bad for nursing, then he, then he has an obligation to, pay, to hire a wet nurse. If he wants the child to be to nurse healthfully. Okay, that's okay. What I think that I'm saying. You base. Hey, somebody does that? Where, where does she have money all of a sudden? Good question. Let's say whatever. Who, 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 whatever it might be. Let's, let's, say, let's say it's a massive wear. The Ramah told us already that if she, if she wants to eat more than the husband's obligation to her, she has to be able to pay on her own. Where now, she, oh. why would she have that? Yeah. Maybe someone gave her a matan almanas, the husband has no rights to it. No, if he gives no. it to her almanas, but first the husband has no rights to it, right. she gets to keep it. Or, let's say for example, if... So, so there are times where the, the, the deal, the, the, could be the deal is that she'll provide for us. Remember, the deal is she, if she wants to provide for herself, oh no, over here, the, over here that Abba describes a scenario where the husband's providing her food, then she... Is and she's providing more food for herself. No, that that whatever. Yeah, whatever she came in. Depends what the agreement. Depends what the. It depends what the deal would be. It depends how. Depends on the arrangement. Depends on the arrangement. Okay, but okay. You'd be. Y'all the two. Oh, she gives birth to twins. That's a unique scenario. She worked more than some people say. She worked more than. No, that goes with those the husband we said. Well, no, we're saying the Ramam. We're saying the Ramam now. In the Ramam, yeah, okay. Yellow to him if she gives birth to twins. Now, normally you won't nurse one child at a time. What if she gives birth to twins or more than the triplets? Yeah. In that case, she has no chiv to nurse both of them. She only has an obligation to nurse one. The husband has to hire a witness for the other. She's only mechuyiv. That I'm not sure. Who decides that? I don't know. Um, and she's only mechuyiv to nurse one. Um, yeah, because again, it's, it's a lot. To nurse a child takes a lot of the person. You know, okay. What if she has one child? She wants to nurse her child, do a favor to her friend, and nurse that baby as well. Habamak, the husband can prevent her. 
And she, he could say, you know, you can only nurse this child. And, and, and uh, could be include even her own child from a previous marriage. Although the Raman, actually, you know, the Raman himself will tell us soon about, about, about whether or not that's dangerous for the child. But, okay, let's keep it simple. He has the right to tell her that if you nurse both child, there's be less milk for my child, therefore you can't nurse that other child. But, but, I'm, but I'm living by a, a, to get a, to get a nursemaid for the other child. Oh, that's not the husband's responsibility. Whose responsibility? Is that the kid's gonna die? Yeah. I don't know. It's the best responsibility. A woman, a woman, the neighbor gave birth to a child, and the and the woman no, wants exactly. her own child. One second. We're not talking about the woman has 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 a, a child from previous marriage. That was something I just threw in as whatever. The simple case is where the woman has her child. She's nursing, and she has a friend who gave okay, birth the same day, right, and she wants to help that woman nurse. Why that woman can't nurse? She doesn't want to nurse. The husband can prevent it. You can't do that. You give him. But no, if she makes a nether, that she's not going to nurse her child. You can force her to nurse the child. To how long? That's the responsibility. We learned the husband. It's a woman's responsible to nurse their, their child, right? Until the child is 24 months old, right? Now, this is obviously a case where they can't afford a maidservant because if they can afford a maidservant, the maidservant nurses a child, right? Okay. No, we learned that if the husband can afford one maidservant, then, then the woman does not have to. Doesn't have to? Nurse, yeah. She doesn't have to. Doesn't have to, but he decides that she has to. Even if he has the money, then she has to nurse. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If she can afford, if they can afford two maid servants, then she can say that I'm not nursing him. The maid servant can nurse him. Now, what happens if the husband and the wife disagree about? It? So therefore, the wife can say I'm not nursing him. One second. So therefore, if she says no, I'm making a nether, I'm not nursing him. Right? If I nurse the child, then whatever. I should, this and this should be also on me. <coughs> right? <coughs> the husband has the right to force her, compel her to nurse the child until the child is 24 months old. And this, and this just applies to boys and girls the same, both a, a girl and a boy. Now, what if it's him and she says, I do want to nurse the child. He doesn't want her to nurse because he says it causes her to become less attractive for whatever reason. That's not what it says over here, but okay, you say that's, that causes uh, interesting. Is that that's a different time though? I'm not sure what you say over there. Right oh, here, the part of Bush the time he holds that causes her to become unattractive. Even though she has many maid servants, and he could tell her, "I have two maid servants. I have twenty maid servants." Shleiman law, she's listened to. If she says, "I want the maid servant to nurse a child," she's right. But if she, but if that but that's her right. He can't tell her not, not to what. Not to nurse. Why should Tsar, who It's difficult for her to separate herself from her child. She has a natural need to nurse the child. That, you know, that, that's the nursing does. It creates a bond. You doubt. What if she's poor? They don't have two maidservants. They only have one or none. In which case, she's chayev to nurse the baby. He's wealthy. So, excuse me. She's poor. She can't afford a second meshivcha. But he's wealthy. He could afford a second shifcha. So he's wealthy enough that she shouldn't have to nurse. He can afford a second shifcha. Even though he doesn't actually have maidservants. So he says, listen, I can afford a second maidservant. And if I had a second one, he, he, he would have to... Um, um, if I had a second one, then you could say I'm not nursing. Well, I don't have two though. I don't, I don't have two maidservants. I only, I only have one or I have zero. I have enough money to buy two, and the wife actually doesn't want maid servants. Right? She doesn't want a maid servant in the house. 
But he has enough money for two. So she could force him to buy a second one, but she doesn't want to. So if she doesn't want a nurse, then he has to either hire a, a, a wet nurse or buy a, buy a shifcha. Now, the point of view is really not so much whether or not they want to buy a second nurse or not. He can afford to, 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 to buy a second maidservant. The din is because if a woman has because one maidservant, a woman can't say, I'm not nursing, you give them to the shifcha. Only if there's two shifchas can she say that. That's what we learned in Allah Zain. Yeah. So that's why I keep saying the second one. So if he can afford two maidservants, she can tell him, I'm not nursing the child. Buy a second shifcha, right? Buy two shifchas. Buy one shifcha, whatever it is, buy, buy you can afford two. So buy a shifcha. And the shifcha will nurse her child. Or if, they don't, or if he doesn't want to, he can just hire a wet nurse. Or if they both don't want to, he can hire a wet nurse. But the point is, if he can afford to have two maidservants, she can say, I'm not nursing the child. I look older. It's, he, it's his money. She can't afford a second shifcha. There's a woman goes up with her husband in financial status and not down. So if he can afford two maidservants, it's as if she can afford and she can say, I'm not nursing the child. You have to buy a second, buy, buy a second shifcha, buy two shifchas, or, or buy one and, he'll, and, and they'll, 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 it'll nurse it, or just hire a wet nurse. He says, she says, I don't want a nurse. He, she, he can afford a... Maidservant. Who I am anyway? He said, No, I can't. And she says, No, he's lying. He's hiding money under, under the mattress. Allah of Raya, she has to bring a Raya. Why? He can't make him swear. Why not? Because even if she was Hesus, even if she was Hesus, she can't make him swear. Because there's no, ti- there's no tying over here. What is she tying? She's Chayev she's in nursing the child, right? So she's not demanding anything from the husband. She's demanding not to have responsibility of nursing. That's not considered enough of a time on somebody else that you, that you then make that person make a shvua that he has the money. Because you're not asking for any money. All you're trying to do is get out of a, 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 a task. You're not asking for any money. Right? Yeah, okay. The Ishesh and his Gaisha woman gets divorced. And now they have, and they have a baby. At that point, the husband can't force her to nurse. <coughs> what? Well, that's another question about the custody. When something like something else. But regardless, regardless that the din of a husband could force his wife to nurse if they don't have two shifchas, is only if they're married. If they're not married, he has no right anymore. Ella, if she wants, he can give her the wage of a, of a wet nurse and she'll nurse him. That's if she wants to nurse him. It's the balls in her court. In Leos, she doesn't want the Senesleasbinoi. She can give him his son. This is a Dafka boy we're talking about. And he has to figure out how to nurse him. You know, if I maid servant. But Madvam, when is this true? They got divorced as soon as the baby was born. Right? He got in the fight in the hospital and they divorced her. But, and the baby has not nursed, nursed long enough to become attached to the mother. Hakira means recognized, it means attached. If the child recognizes the mother, Afilu Husumi recognizes her because Bachal babies can't really see in the beginning of their life, right? They can smell the mother, they hear the mother, they, 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 they taste the milk. In that case, even if she doesn't want to nurse him, we don't let her not nurse the child. Or if he does, even if they're divorced. 
Yeah, because it's a danger for the child. Because we force, so we force it to nurse into twenty-four months. Then it can be weaned. Because at that point, plus the child not the child being nursed from somebody else, that 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 emotional trauma of being separated from the mother could push it damage the child, put the child in danger in sakana. Even though it's her, no physical, what's the difference? Let's let let let, let hire a babysitter. And give the kid a bottle. No. Separating a child from the parent at that, at that stage is pasha sakana to the child's brain. After he's already... After he's attached, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Who gets the mother? No, the, yeah, the father has to pay her as a wet nurse. Yeah. If they're divorced. Right, if they're divorced, exactly, yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's if they're married. We're talking about the divorce. So, um, which is interesting because before that, I'm told us about if she wants to eat all kinds of food that are bad for the child... We disregard the child's safety. It sounds like the Rambam, but here, when it comes to the, sep- the trauma of separation, <coughs> we don't do that. Could be that over there. Could be that over there. It's not a guarantee. It's like the husband, the, the father, is saying the child might die. He's being very cautious. Right and over over here. This is a this is a given that the child is psychotic. Over there, it's the father saying I'm worried about it. But if the doctors say that if she eats this food, it's going you know, this this wheat, it's definitely going to. It's going to provide. It's going to attack a damage a child. I yeah, I imagine that it's gonna. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. That's why I imagine end of halacha vav where it says that end of halacha. Excuse me, Aleph, where it says that we disregard the child's safety because her priori- um, comfort takes priority. Doesn't mean we know for sure the child's gonna have. Be, de- be, be in danger It's the father's time That he's worried about it But if the doctors say That if she eats this food The child's allergic He's going to die She can't do it That's a man You design Hagrusha And now There's a priv To provide food For a wife And an almada Not a divorcee Hagrusha doesn't, doesn't get You know Sustenance food Even though she's nursing his child so the mistake is that she doesn't get. She does get. She does get the schar, the wage of a wet nurse. You do give her besides for the money, the wage of being of nursing. You do give her the things a child needs. Mixus for clothing for the child, machal food for the child. If the, you know, besides for nursing, he has the other things. Umaske drinks for the child, the sicha of the oil or cream for the child. Right. So here, halachi yudzayin yudches is really the laws of custody in the Rambam. And it's very vague, because there's not a lot of very specifics. You know, you go to, today you can, go, you, can be, you can be a lawyer with books and, and books and books upon custody. Here it's very vague, because Benson has to use their judgment. So here the father's responsibility in terms of, not custody, what do they call it? Uh, the father, alimony. Yeah, this is the father has to pay for the child, if she's nursing the child. It doesn't say anything about a roof over it. No, that's true. It's not the father's not mechoyev. Yeah? Once he divorces her, he's not mechoyev to pay for anything. If she's pregnant, he divorced her. When she's pregnant in the club, she can't say, well, I'm pregnant, I have to eat more. The father has to eat. No, that's not true. Once she gives birth, another story. Now she nursed him for 24 months and he's weaned. Now who gets him? Mother, father. If neither of them want him, give him up for adoption. If they, if, if, if they both want, if they both agree who goes to, it's not a problem. The problem is each one saying, I want him. Or each one saying, I don't want him. Right? Oh, so one second. If she says, I want to keep him by me after, even though he's already 24 months old. They don't separate him from her until he's turned six. Once he turns six, we'll see what happens. At that point, 
uh, remember, he's high to feed his kid till they're six, remember. So he has to feed him while he's by his mother. He has to feed her, by the way. But he has to feed him, the child. Once he's six years old, the child, the father could say, I'm going to keep, I'm going to feed him. Even if I don't have to, I'll stuck, I'll feed him. But if he's by his mother, I'm not going to feed him. I don't have to feed him. Right? I'm not feeding him. You want me to feed him? Fine, give him to me. I'll feed him. I'm not feeding him by you. That's if he's his son. Now, the truth is also another consideration over here is that the father Zechim teaches the child Torah. Right? Once he turns six, the father Zechim teaches him Torah. But till he's six, there's also, there's, there could be a Chiv as well. <coughs> Rabbi Taka argues because even before six is Zechim to begin to teach, when he, to, when he starts to talk, you got to teach him Torah Zechim animation. So the Rabbi says, before Magamisha says that the Rabbi Taka objects, but Magamisha says that the father could visit. What if the woman wants to move out of town? The father doesn't want to move out of town. These are custody fights that Ram doesn't discuss. And the halacha, the Teshuvah Peh, as far as I know, doesn't discuss these things in, 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 at a great length. It's, also, it's contemporary and Puskim has to have to deal with these issues. And a lot of times they say, go to court, and the court decides. Okay, that's, this is all a son. What if it's a daughter? Babas and a daughter, that's a, always goes by the mother. Because, the, because either way, the, the father's not looking to feed her. Um, so till six, you have to feed her. After six, by the mother, the father doesn't have to feed her, and he doesn't. He's not teaching her either. Yud Ches last halacha keitzad. Oh, hal yahav vezlitz tzaka. What if the father? In other words, remember what's the chiva father provide for his kids? If the father can afford to give tzaka, and and tzaka includes feeding your kids who are above the age of six, because before the age of six, it's a chiva for that tzaka. Meitzim menu harei lo yibal kar chayiv zanayis yitzima. Till she's an adult. <coughs> The father has to feed her out tzedakah, even though she's by her mother. Before six, it's an obligation. After six, it's a, it's a, it's a tzedakah we can compel him to give. Namely, before he gives to the whatever yeshiva he wants to give to, he has to feed his daughter, who is seven years old. And if the mother got remarried, and now there's a stepfather in the house, the daughter is by her. And the father has a responsibility to keep feeding her until he dies. Once he dies, then it, the, the Yerushim and ha- have to feed her about suba, depending on how much money there is, as we learned, when the, if there's, uh, or if there's no brother, she inherits the father, fine. But the point is that once the father dies, now it's not between the father and the daughter anymore, it's between the Yerushim and the daughter. And just like if she was by her, by, by, and there was no divorce ever, she, w- she gets fed after he passes away from the Tanik Suba, by, she's by her mother. As if her mother never, there was never, regardless of whether her mother remarried. What if the mother want, now? What if the mother says, "I don't want these kids. Twenty-four months old. That's it. Give them, send them off to boarding school." Whether male or female children, she's not to keep them. But it says she gives them to the father if he wants them, or if he doesn't want them either, he's not to take them. She gives them to the orphanage, the community. There's no father. And Wow. Excuse me, I'm sorry. The father has no right to say, I'm not taking them. If the mother does not want them after 24 months, the father has a chief to feed them. But what if, what if there's no father? Then she can give them over to the community and they take care of the orphans. <laughs>